It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, everyone. This is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is Season 5 of Pero Let Me Tell You. Hello. Hey, everyone. Hi, everyone. So, are we just going to start off and... I think it's best to pull the Band-Aid off. Give the news? Yeah. Well, first of all, let's welcome everybody to the show. Yes, this is episode 197. 197. And, um, well, so, happy Friday, everyone. Happy happy Pedal Friday. Happy Pedal Friday. So, you know, in 197 episodes... And and change. We've, um, you know, as we've said many times, we've come to... Um, think of all you listeners as sort of what, what do we call them? Extended family, pero primos. Pero primos, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pero primos. Yeah. And you know, we're we're always about you know releasing new content because throughout the years, you know, you guys have told us how much you enjoy the show and yeah. you enjoy listening to yeah. us. So you know, and, and you guys know us enough to know that sometimes it's not that easy right. to to do this on a weekly basis. So um, you know, I think part of being our pero primos is that we. Um, we're honest. We're honest, and we want to be transparent Absolutely. Um, with everyone. So we just want to start off this episode by saying that we have decided that we're going to yeah. conclude the podcast. Yeah. Um, you know, making this podcast has been a dream, and it's opened up amazing opportunities. Just last week, we were interviewing Gina Torres, Gina Torres which yeah. was Who amazing, and she was our... Um, you know, my dream guest, well, our dream, our dream guest, guest. Yeah, yeah. and she was just great. And, you know, so many opportunities have been afforded to us because of the podcast. Yeah. But the truth is that this is a lot of work, a lot of work yeah. um, for both of us, you know, a lot of it, especially for Ish. Um, I have a lot of personal responsibilities yeah. and professional responsibilities. A lot of times I have about 35,000 is... things going on in about three days. That's a slow week for you. Right. Like, you yeah. know, sometimes it's like, oh, I have about 25 hours 
worth of work in one day. So right. how some somehow we're gonna pull it off. So you know, we didn't want the content to suffer. No, because it's we, not fair. We don't want the show to jump the shark. Exactly. That's a great way to put it. So we've decided that the best thing is um, quit while we're ahead. To quit while we're ahead, we've produced five seasons and uh, almost two hundred episodes, many hours of content. And I think that you know we owe it to you guys to be honest and let you know that we are ending the podcast. Yeah, and I, I what I think is especially true is that I think you guys know us well enough to know that this is you know in. April Fools, Joe. Yeah, people. Ah. <laughs> Happy April Fools Happy Day. Happy April Fools. Beto Friday was Beto April 1st. Beto Friday. I was like, how long are we going to keep this? Right. Like, <laughs> because when you started talking, I'm like, All right, how long are you going to go more? I'm like. <laughs> I was like, well, it's been like a minute and change. We have to we like. Yeah. to a lot of, you know, a lot of our listeners are in their cars. You know, we. <laughs> I don't want to be responsible for an accident. Yes. Yes. Right. Right. So that right. was good. Oh, yeah. Even I believed it for a while. For a minute there, I was like, wait, what's happening? <laughs> Although I have to say, April Fools Day is not the same thing in Spanish. No. But in Spanish, it had the other, you know, same day, which I'm not yes. even sure what day it is. Uh, um. Oh my God, it is a different day. That's it Google is a different it. day. It's we should Google it. Day. We should Google it. But I love that in Spanish, it's it's like, you know, the day of the Why innocence. The other, you, know, you know, because in Spanish, when you're done robbing illusions, right. you know, you're no longer innocent. Let's look it up. No, Jacques de Innocence. I don't think that's what we were looking for. No. That's of Dia de... That's de, de el Dia de la... De, is de it los Inocentes. De los Inocentes. December, tw- December 28th? Mm-hmm. No, the day of the holy... Okay, no. We'll get back to you. What is Dia de los Inocentes in Mexico? Okay, well, we're not sure. But we know it's different. Yes. We do is know it's different. Is it even on a Tuesday? Well, I don't know if it's a set day. So it might be like un quince de septiembre right. or something. So yeah. yeah, April Fool's Day, Happy April Little Fools! <laughs> okay. You're not getting rid of us that easy. You're not getting rid of us that easy. <laughs> and also, I feel that if we ever do decide to conclude the podcast, there's gonna be a little bit more like notice. yeah, 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 yeah. It's not gonna be like, well, guess what? Guess what? <laughs> this is our last week is episode, over. <laughs> right? I'll be like, okay, you know, we've decided that this is gonna be the last season. Blah, right? Blah, blah, blah. We'll end so, on a nice round number. Yes. Right. Oh, not one ninety seven. Yes. No. 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 <laughs> so close to two hundred. That's like when 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 a show ends on an odd number season. Like I know season it bothers five. You. I know it really bothers. It you. really bothers me. Like I'm very OCD about that. I'm like, no, it has to end in an even number. Like I think that even if we did decide to end it, you and I would literally just sit here and record three episodes just to knock it out, just yes. so we get to two hundred. No. Yes. <laughs> We've no. come this far. I couldn't be like, what? What? <laughs> um, or we'll have bottle episodes, what they call yes, them. Yes, yes. So, oh, that was pretty good. That was good. That was good. So, how is everybody? I think everybody is good. And, you know, I think, although at this point it's Friday, I know it's a little late in the game. But I think, you know, we have to talk about something that that I know, I know is on all of our listeners' minds right now. What is better? Guayaba en memelada, guayaba en caquito, or guayaba in the paste? Well, caquito is obviously the answer. You know what? I have I love guava, mm-hmm. and I love guava-flavored things. You, I have never had un caquito de guayaba. Con queso crema? Never. Well, that's what we're doing for our 200th. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I had coffee for the first time exactly. on here. So we'll, we'll um, do this one. I mean, it's one of these things that I haven't had it because I just haven't had it. It just hasn't happened. Because I love guava, right? Yeah, you're not opposed to the idea. No, I'm just... It just I, hasn't happened. I've preferred guava in other forms. Okay. But then again, that's very consistent with what are the things I've never done? I've never played pool. You've never had peanut butter. I know. I've never had a peanut butter and jelly, jelly sandwich. sandwich. That's right. That's right. And I've never had a meatball sub. And at this point mm. in the game, I'm just mm. not going to. 
I can't with you. I love when, when I've told you when when people when I tell people like oh, I've never played pool and right. they're like, oh my god, we gotta play pool. Like, let's go play pool now. I'm like, dude, I haven't played pool in forty plus years. Do you think I'm gonna start now? Right, you're gonna be the one that makes me. Right, you, you, you are gonna make you, me play random pool. person. It's like, at this yeah. point in time, I don't want to play. If like, I couldn't make it happen. Good luck. It's like a thing, right? Like, I'm not gonna play. That's pool. true. Yeah, at this point, you just can't do yeah, it. Why am I gonna do it? Like, th- that's now, true. The story of me not playing pool is better than if I started playing pool. Yeah, it would almost seem like you gave up. Right. Yeah. And again, it's not that I hate pool. It's not. You don't have any feelings about it one I way or the have, other. I'm, exactly. You're so ambivalent. Yeah. And you know what? Because obviously I've been in a setting where people have gone to play pool. Well, you've been in pool. I don't want to say a pool hall, but you've been at like I, an yeah. arcade or. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe I've, I don't know. I'm, I can't remember you playing pool, but I'm sure you played pool somewhere at around a, me. At a bar or something. Right. I'm sure. Yeah. And I've never been like, you know, I'm going to play pool today. No me llama la atención. It doesn't call my attention. It does not call your attention. No me llama la atención. I'm like, eh, whatever. But that's good because I'll have a snack. Then it'll never rob your illusion if it, ca- <laughs> if it doesn't catch your, call your attention. That's like, I, I don't really get that magic eight ball thing. Like, I'm like, well, what's up with that? Oh, that's just, you know, that's just a silly thing. I, well, I mean, I'm saying it's not, that, I, I feel like pool is a bigger thing than the magic eight ball. <laughs> well, yes, but the magic eight ball comes from pool. It's a magic oh, eight ball. Oh, yeah. You know, I just never associate them. Like, yes, you're right, but I never associate them. How can you not? Well, because when I'm playing pool, I'm not asking the pool table questions about my future. I guess. <laughs> I know. But oh, no, 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 no. It's like, no. But air hockey is another story. That is fun. Do you remember the time we were kicked out of the arcade in Spilento Adventure playing air hockey? Yeah. People, like, I got really violent yeah. playing air hockey. Like, I will, like... I, I don't will, know if he's allowed back. I, I would, <laughs> like, I... You know what's funny? I don't know, listeners, if many of you are like this... I claim to not, in my mind, I'm not competitive. Oh, that's cute you think that. Right? It's adorable you think that. In my mind, I'm like, no, I'm not competitive. I want everybody to win. (laughs) You're. you're, I'm Monica Geller. You're oddly competitive. (laughs) Because there are things that when you lose, you're like, whatever, I don't care. But then there's like random ass things like air hockey where you're like, I will kill you and feast on your corpse. I will. Yeah. So some years ago, we were at uh, Islands of Adventure in um, the arcade. I don't even know if it's still there next to Dr. Doom's. I think it might, might still whatever, be there. The, the three falls yeah. of terror or whatever. And we started playing air hockey, and it got so violent, and I was just so about to rip everybody's heads off that the people, the guy or whatever from there was like, listen, you need to like tone it down or like get out. And I was like, I will cut you too. <laughs> When the attendants from a Doctor Doom ride, Doctor Doom being a villain, one of the main villains of Marvel, tells you you're a little out of control, yeah. it's it's That's time to like really one in. time I wasn't with you. One time at Sluggers, the um, the batting cage, the batting cages in Tamiami Park, I, I got a phase some many years ago um, that I would go to the batting cages a lot. Like one day, the guy told me he's like because I used to do. Because I hadn't done batting cages in a while, so I started with the softball. Okay. I was like, let me start with softball. Claro, claro, yeah. And I broke like two softballs. And the guy's like, you need to like calm down. How much rage did you have? <laughs> a lot apparently. Clearly. Oh my God, if I go now. Oh no. Oh no, people might die. That thing might catch fire. You... <laughs> There's not amount of safety netting that can help anyone. And then I'll come out and be like, I'm not competitive. I want At everybody all. to win. But you know what? You cling to that. You cling to that so belief. Competitive? Yeah, you cling to that thought. <laughs> you enjoy it. Oh, what were you going to say, though? Before no, I... <laughs> what I was going to say is that, you know, we have to talk about the fact of what happened uh, last weekend, you know, mm-hmm. last Sunday on Oscar Sunday. And what we really do have to talk about, which I know our listeners are in awe 
about just the fact that it happened is how right we were about the temperature at the Dolby Theater. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, listeners. Okay, obviously we're going to talk about Will Smith and Chris Rock and all that. But, okay. So do you, do you listen, listeners, do you remember last week? It was last week. It was literally the we Friday were, before. We yeah. were talking... I said something along the lines. I forgot why I said I, it. I think we were talking about how cold it is in your house. Right. And I said something along the lines that at the Dolby Theater, where the Oscars are at, it seems like it's very cold in It here, would have to be. That it has a very powerful air conditioner. <laughs> because a lot of the lights and all right. right. And right. I'm like, oh, it's right. probably really cold in there. And Ish said something along the lines. <laughs> you, but I don't think it's that cold because you can't have like Nicole Kidman. Right. And you were saying something about like, she looks friolenta. She does look friolenta. And this is on tape. Like, go back. Last week's episode 196. That he was like, oh, she looks friolenta. Well, fast forward to this past Sunday. Forget Will and Jada and Chris Rock. When I saw that Nicole Kidman was wearing Keith Urban's, her husband's jacket, I pause it and I call this guy. And I'm like, did you just see what I saw? And he's like, what? And I'm like, Nicole Kidman was wearing her husband's jacket. Del frio que tenía. And I was like, how did we do that? Like, Nicole Kidman is friolenta. You can tell. If Nicole Kidman comes to my house, get some everybody. Oh no, she's well, gonna. Thankfully, you have throws, you know, to give to everybody. That's true. I th- I th- do we have any throws that Nicole would enjoy? I, I'm <laughs> sure I could. I have some in the vault. I wonder what throws she probably wears when she goes to the AMC theaters. <laughs> But that was when I saw that. I'm like, how did we do that? Because so many times, like we joke Wait, around like, with the naming of Marlins uh, Stadium. That then oh, it yes. happened. Like I mean, it wasn't few, it wasn't Hoopinia Stadium, right? But, we, right. A but, couple of months back, we were saying that Marlins Park here, in Miami. We're we were about the we, naming rights. We were like, why don't they call it Hoopinia Stadium? Do you, listeners, do you remember that we were laughing at how like in other states they'll be like Hoopinia, right? Hoopinia Stadium, no, Hoopinia Park. To- yeah, and then literally like four days later, Lone sell, Depot Park. Lone Depot Park, like they sold the naming rights. But the Nicole Kidman thing was like <laughs> epic because that was so random that we said that. Of all right? the celebrities, to that pick. was just us, you and I talking me out of that. Yeah, yeah, right? oh, for sure. And then there was Nicole Kidman. <laughs> You know, I say that when I first saw it, I go, "Well, maybe she's wearing like a dress with like a blazer, oh, okay, like a Celine Dion type of right, situation, kind of thing, right? Or, or like Kristen Stewart was wearing like a beda, tux. Beda. I go, maybe she's wearing like a tux top. But then I'm like, no, 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 Keith Urban is not wearing his jacket. She's wearing Keith Urban's jacket. Yeah, and she was wearing it over her shoulders, right? Right. Porque frío le Porque hay mucho frío en el Dolby Theater. So we were right on both counts. How we did that, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> But, but I w- well, we were both right. We were both right. That's what right. I'm saying. That looks like a place that has a lot of air conditioning. Right. Very powerful. Yes. Very powerful vents. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, it's about 25 million BTUs. Yes, as Nicole would attest. Oh, my God. I remember that's so funny. <laughs> before we um before we had central air in my parents' house, we would have the individual airs in each room. Oh, yeah. My parents, no tiene que ser de 8,000 BTU. And I'm like, what the hell is BTU? <laughs> like, what is BTU? I'm not sure. B, B well, the U is units. Um, that much I do know. Ton. I want to say the, the butane is ton. No, butane. That doesn't sound right. What does BTU mean? What does BTU mean? Let's live Google. Let's do this. Let's do this. Because I know, the, again, the U is units. Excuse British me. thermal unit. The BTU is short for British thermal unit, a unit of measurement that shows just how much energy your air conditioner uses to remove heat from your home. Why is it British? <laughs> BTU means British thermal unit? Did this originate with T? 
It may seem overly technical, but BTU is an important metric that can help you determine the kind of air conditioner you need for your home. I Acabamos have no idea. This is the learn this part of the definitely. of the podcast. Yes. BTU means British, British thermal, thermal unit. unit. Oh my god! Who did knew? Listeners, did you know? I mean, probably our listeners in the UK did, right? Or our very good friend that we went to high school with as like an air conditioner. Oh, air that's conditioner true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Sure he knows, he what knows it means. a BT. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. He had to learn it. Yeah, for certification so, purposes. So yeah, we yeah. were on point. So we were. Well, we could not have been on point about Will Smith. <laughs> was Will Smith and Chris Rock? So it's so funny because I mean, obviously. When that happened, I knew we were going to talk about it because this is sort of how we live our lives now. When things happen, we're like, oh, well, we're clearly talking about that on the uh-huh. podcast. Um, and although we're late to the party because we our show does come out on Friday, yeah. sometimes it works in our favor, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, you know, you take so by good... the time you're hearing this, listeners, you're probably tired of hearing everybody about it. Everybody and their mother has given an opinion about yes. Will Smith. There's probably a thesis paper out there somewhere. Right. There's already probably a TED Talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and it already has like 50 million views. <laughs> Welcome to our TED Talk. That'd be great. This TED Talk's done by Tatiana Ali. Oh, (laughs) that would be good. Anyway, so, okay. So what were your initial reactions, thoughts? Well, at first, I thought it was a joke. I thought because because again it's like anything right it's the Oscars you've got Chris Rock who's a comedian right. Will Smith is also you know he's known for being funny and so the also it looked fake the slap the slap looked fake it looked state like a, like stage combat right, right. At, at, at best and so I was kind of like okay wait what okay ha 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 he did that and the first thing that I thought about was because and I know you you hadn't you didn't know about this because I, I know I told you about it was. In 2016, I think it was with the when the Oscar so white situation, you know, Jada Jada Pinkett Smith had said, you know, well, we're not going to the Oscars this year. We're going to boycott the Oscars or what have you. And Chris Rock made a joke about it, saying, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith saying she's going to boycott the Oscars is like me saying I'm going to boycott Rihanna's panties. No one invited me, right? So you know, you can't boycott what you haven't been invited to, right? So my initial thought was that this was kind of like maybe something that they had worked on together, you know, like a ha ha ha, we're going to do this and then I'm going to go out and, you know, be the husband and, you know, and then we're going to make a little skit out of it and and move it along, right? right. No, that was not what happened at all. Um I think that's what everybody initially thought. Right, especially Lupita. Lup- oh. <laughs> you know our friend, our friend, our friend Lupita. <laughs> um but because I mean, was, it, it, so much happened in such a quick amount of time. Yes, I mean, I was like you. I, I, when that first happened, I was like, "Wait, this is real." I mean, how how did this happen? Like, this is clearly an act because right, right. Will Smith wouldn't do that, and he doesn't have a history of being right. A, a, Will that, Smith that violent is person, a nice guy, like, right. That he's is jovial. What, he's, that's what he's sort of built his brand on, right? right? That he's right. like a gentleman and he's a nice guy and he's likable and, right. and he's likable, right? And um, and not in the Oscars, right? When he's about to win, because we right. all knew he was a shoe in. We did. It was pretty locked in. I mean, because oh. he, he'd been winning all the other awards, right? So, so you know, my first reaction, like yours and like most people, was that it was a, a, a skit, right? And immediately, immediately thereafter, when. Everybody was like, wait, was that real or not? Right. And it just went mute. That's when I went to tw- Twitter. Yes. Which, Thank you, Japan. Yes. And, um, you know, the thing is that when the audio went out, 
that they yeah. that that was happening and the audio they didn't know what to do with the audio. You could tell there was a problem with the audio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could tell that in a room somewhere in the Cold Dolby Theater, <laughs> people were running like chickens with their heads cut off. Right. As Nicole Kidman was making a face. Right. And that's when I was like, oh, okay. Akipasago. Akipasago. There's there's something here that's not gelling. Yeah. Um, I mean, look. <laughs> We're five days into this. Yeah, so everybody's made opinions already. Everybody has opinions. I have an opinion about people having an opinion. (laughs) Okay, well, we can explore that. You know, because, like, I think it's been so overly, like... Analyzed? Not, yes. And there's people saying that it's misogynist, you know, misogynistic. There's people having to say that it has to do with race, you know, and racial Mm -hmm. undertones Mm -hmm. and all that. I mean, look, at the end of the day, none of us know... What was going through his head? True. Will Smith. True. At the end of the day. You know, we don't know if he's going through something. Right. You know, and and a second ago, I said that this seems very out of character for him. You know, it does Based seem, on what we know. Based on what we know, his public persona. Right. But we don't know him privately. Right. Because right? that's the thing. When you know a celebrity for many years... And you feel you know them, but especially when they start off as a TV star because they are in your home every week, right? But but again, Will Smith has built a brand on being a nice guy. See, right? See, when I um, so you think you know him, right? But you you know you don't know how these people are in their real life. You don't know what's going on between him and Jada. Maybe you don't know what demons he's fighting. You right, know, right. Um, because he clearly, I mean, clearly he snapped. Something happened. Something happened. Yeah. Because right? again, this is that, not that something that happened. Snap. He's not Kanye. Because because in retrospect, you know, he the following day could have instead of reacting the way he did, uh, he did he could have said, made a statement, say, "Hey, Chris Rock, what you did was not funny. My wife suffers from alopecia, which right. is which I didn't know which, by the way, which is an illness and it affects X amount of people. You know, and you shouldn't attack people like whatever. Right, right, right. And he would have made Chris Rock look like an ass, right? right? But the, he didn't. The joke that w- that that Chris Rock did about the G.I. Jane reference was very in line with the type of comedy that Chris Rock does, which you cannot like. You could either like or not <laughs> right, like, right, right, right? right? Sometimes I think that Chris Rock se la pasa un poco, you know? But that is his brand of comedy, right? right? And there's there's an right. audience for, for that, everything, and right. that's fine. Um, I just think that... It, it, I don't think it's as deep as many people are trying it to be, he just had a very bad day in one of the most public forums in the world. I mean, the only bigger public forum he could have had this in is the Super Bowl or the Olympics. You know know what I mean? It was one of three. Right. So, I mean, obviously, what I I don't condone what he did. It's la comio. Right, and and everybody's talking about Will Smith, but I think Chris Rock was the victim here. You know, mm-hmm. he was the one who got assaulted. I mean, that's that's what it was. He, he I mean, he assaulted him by the legal mm-hmm. definition. He assaulted him. Right, right, and you know what the fallout should be. That's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I I just think. Look, I think also. Here I am, like, saying I'm over people having an opinion on this, and here we are having an opinion on it. Well, that's what we do on our show. The Will Smith, more so Jada and the, their kids, lead very public lives, for better or for worse. Yeah. Right? And I think that when you lead a very public life, you put yourself up to a, a point of scrutiny. You're open. That if you're not as public, 
obviously won't happen. Um, Because you know what? You, somebody, let's say like Beyonce and Jay-Z, which are like A plus listers, right? They're very private. Right. That doesn't mean they don't get coverage. That doesn't mean they don't have paparazzi. But they're not inviting people into their home. Right. And talking about their personal stuff. And if they do, it's through their art. Right. Right. Her through her album, through Lemonade, whatever. Um, but Jada Pinkett Smith has been very, very open about things that are very, very private. And you know what? You do you. If you want to talk about right. that, right. But then you can't get upset. Right. But I think that that's also one of the reasons why people, I think, are so opinionated about them. Because they feel they know them. Well, yeah. If you tell me everything about your life, then I have an opinion about right, right. Because you've told me. And, and I think that their kids... Their kids have been also very out in the open, you know, with Jaden being emancipated at a very young age and Willow being, you know, uh, very out there. I think a lot of people have very very strong opinions about their kids. Whether that's right or wrong, that's another conversation. But they're people that are very much in the forefront of a lot of conversations. So the, the level of scrutiny that they're subject to is much higher than other celebrities. So when something like this happens, that they are all... I mean, and it's really all of them, right? It's Will Smith who did this, but... But he did it, it because of because Jada was... Because of what was said about right. Jada, um, and, and then the kids are obviously they're, affected. They're at the center of right. this. Right, right, right. You know, you, again, you're put, you, you put yourself in a level of scrutiny that otherwise you may have not been. And that's right. why so many people feel they have the right to chime in and talk about what's going on. I, 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 I again, I, I think about it in a more rudimentary way. Mm-hmm. Chris, Rock made a jo- Chris Rock made a joke. That was inappropriate. Whether you find it funny or not. Whether you find it funny or not. You know, I, I, I don't necessarily like that type of comedy. But it was but a, a lot of people do. But it was a lame joke. It wasn't even It was a lame joke. And and and, and I you know, you said like, you know, she has alopecia. Again, I told you I didn't know that she had alopecia. I just thought she had like shaved her head. Like, because again, it, women do that if they want to, right? But what I find hilarious is on this NPR podcast that I listened to, where one of the hosts literally said that the joke was ableist. Right. Listen, I'm not trying to diminish anyone's medical condition, but it's not like if she was in a horrible accident in a wheelchair and he came out and said, hey, Jada, can't wait to see your Stephen Hawking's movie. Right. I mean... Don't... But by saying words like, oh, that's kind of ableist. Oh, it's, you know, oh, it's her, you know, it's, it's her condition. It's... You're... You're elevating, and again, I'm not trying to diminish it. I'm someone who's going bald. At the end of the day, like, it's something that probably affects you personally, pero tampoco no es una condición, it's not cancer. I mean, look, I think calling it ableist is a bit of a far stretch. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a far stretch. That's why I say I I, I think too many people are looking way mm-hmm. too right. deep into right. this. Right. I mean, look, there's definitely an issue to talk about misogyny, you know, when men feel they need to defend their women that a woman can defend herself. You well, know, but, there, is that, but is that misogyny? There's, there's, there's people who've talked about it as black on black crime. Obviously, that is an issue that is worthy of conversation. You know, there there's you know, I've even seen stuff of people saying that, oh, you know, um, as a black woman, she's always being um joked, you know, black women so many people have comments on that. Those are right. things that are all certainly true. Right, 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 right. I just think that while many of the issues that people have brought up that are, they say are related to this are certainly very valid issues that 
are very true. Right. Have those conversations. Have those conversations. I just don't think that this is that deep. I, I Again, I think that this was a situation that he... A husband, his wife was offended, got pissed, and, but, went, but and I, went and hit I the guy. Even, I don't even see it that way. But I'm saying that's the simplest because, that's the simplest because they, as, again, public figures that are so open, they are used to being talked about because you know when she said the whole thing a few months ago about the, them being in an open marriage and her having yeah, an yeah, the, the affair, entanglement. I yeah. mean, they got a lot of really offensive comments right. and and very you know nasty comments their way. Which that compared to this, I mean, this was a walk in the park. <laughs> well, and Regina Hall made a made a joke about the open marriage thing, right? And, so and they didn't bat an so, eye. So so this wasn't a situation where you know. They haven't. They've been called war a lot. Right, right. Things. This is not the worst you've right? had experience. Yeah. So, but it could that, have been La Tapa Pomo. I, I just think that you don't know what was going on in his head. You don't. You you don't know because one moment he was laughing and the next moment he literally snapped. Yeah. Like you, even after he hit him, he was laughing. Right. Right. It's yeah. not until he got back to his seat that he was like, "Keep your keep your my wife my my, my wife's name out of your fucking mouth." That right? it was like, "Oh, this shit just got serious." Right. Right. That's when everybody was like, oh, this is yeah. not a joke. Yeah. We were all Lupita then. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they said that she should get the, the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, I just think it was a very bad moment for him. You know, in terms of consequences, look, I don't think he should be ha- have, has his, have his Oscar. Absolutely away. not. Absolutely. His Oscar was based on the work. Right. And he's done a lot of work, and he deserves an Oscar. Well, if we're going to start that route, then let's take away Roman Polanski. Let's take away Woody Allen's. Let's right. take away... I mean, like... Right. It, this was based... I don't even think about those cases. I think about him. But I'm right? saying, if you're going to start pulling this people's This was Oscars, based on the work. This was voted on before the incident by the Academy. Sure. Right? I, no. They shouldn't take the Oscar away. Um, you know... It's up to Chris Rock, which Chris Rock has not filed charges and said he's not going to. That's his. Uh, well, that's up but, to him. But on, I mean, because he, dude, that's white people bullshit. Right, but what I'm saying is that he chose not to. Right, right? So, so that's that done. Aspect that's is done. Right now, should the Academy censure him, maybe for like a year or something? Maybe, maybe not be invited back for maybe a for years. a year, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, I also. I, I don't know. I keep thinking that there's something else there. And I'm not defending Will Smith. I am not. I think that what he did was terrible. I think it was it, it was so cheap. It was such a cheap, like cowardly thing to do. But you know what? We but, all but you don't know what's gonna set you off at right, any moment. You, he, right. He's human. We all have bad days. We he's all human. I, I mean, I we God <laughs> knows I have done and said things at a at certain moments that I'm like, shit, did I just do and say that? Like, right. What the hell is wrong? And it doesn't with matter you? where you are. Right. Right. But again, you are in the Oscars. So But at the end of the day they're people. It's back. That's right, everyone. The Youth Fair is back, and 2022 is its 70th anniversary. Parece mentira. The Youth Fair turned 70 in 2022. Okay, no 70-year-old has ever been this much fun. That's right. It's got over 120 rides, attractions, and shows. Not to mention our favorite, the food. Mm, Elephant ear, ramen hobs, and some of our newer, soon-to-be favorites, like deep-fried flan bites and churro s'mores, anyone? 
I can't think past the deep fried flan bites. I mean, say. I get it. I totally get it. Así que, get to the Youth Fair from Thursday, March 17th through Sunday, April 10th to be part of the celebration. And visit fairexpo.com for more info or tickets. Remember, be, be there, there, the fair. With that said, this was rating gold for the Oscars. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. This was this was the best thing that has ever happened. It's the to worst the thing to happen to Questlove and Jane Campion. Yeah, but... I felt so bad for Questlove. Actually, Questlove is a victim in this because did you see that documentary? Ah, uh, not yet. I did. It's on Hulu, right? It, yes, I did. I love it. It was about this festival, yeah, Summer of Soul. Th- yes, uh, in 1969, that it was like the soul music that obviously was very big with the black community, yeah. and it was like kind I mean, of for their Woodstock for shorthand, right? Um, and um, it, it, like the archives were lost and stuff like that. So he was trying to bring attention to it. And I don't know if you heard his speech. His speech was like yeah. beautiful, how he got choked up talking about yeah. his father. Yeah. And it's like, I don't think a single person in that room heard it. What I do have a problem with, actually, now that we're talking about this, I do have a problem with him getting a standing ovation. Will Smith. Okay. Will Smith. Because he got a standing ovation. <clears throat> that I have more of a problem with that. Now, I don't know if the standing ovation was... Because Out of fear that they'd come after him? Right, no, but the standing ovation is kind of like the wave. It's like, well, everybody else is standing. So right, like, I, I have to, stand. I, I gotta stand, yeah. But because you don't, you don't want to be the asshole who's sitting. Right, but he got a standing ovation, and I that I don't agree with. Because, you know, Hollywood is very opinionated about violence and Me Too and all that mm-hmm. stuff, as they should be. So, you... you know, You're you showing know, your hypocrisy. You gotta walk that walk and talk that... T- you know, if you're gonna talk that talk, you gotta walk the walk, right? Right, right. Um, so that I thought was like really we're doing this right. um but yeah i felt bad for Questlove. i freaking love quest love I, I love quest love and i love that quest love has been around as long as he has but we don't stop and think about it as a collective yeah, society he has he has and he's like his knowledge about music is kind it's of frightening <laughs> like it's a little like oh my god. oh my god who was it there was a story who was it that you were saying like didn't like oh who's Questlove or something? Oh. oh, I did tell you that story of somebody that was like who's Questlove and I was who's, like who's like an artist? Yeah, and I was like what? I was, yeah, they were like oh Questlove whatever blah blah blah. It's like but you've been around for ten minutes. Yeah. Questlove has been around forever. Actually, like how I, did this you? Is, let's go to this is this episode might as well be sponsored by Google. What singer did not know who Questlove was? It was someone. It I remember you like. Because again, I feel like Questlove is one of these people who's just always kind of been around. You know, you may not know the roots music or songs, but I've just always known of the roots. Like they've just always kind of been there. Singer did not know who Questlove was. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. No, now it's giving me stuff about Questlot diagnostics. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Well, we're going to go get our blood drawn. <laughs> So, anyway. So, well, that's that. Maybe we could be hosted. Oh, final thing of the Oscars. So, thank you to the Academy for honoring in the In Memoriam section. Yes. Carmen Salinas. Yes, Agrippina. Agrippina. Mama Agrippina. Agrippina. I thought that was great. Obviously, Betty White. Mm -hmm. I thought know. that was an interesting choice just because... I only think of her from novelas, just based on my knowledge. She probably of her. did some type of Hollywood, some some type of movie and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. But but I, I mean, the thing we have to remember is that this. Oh, she's been in the industry for a while too, right? Because like for example, Bob Saget wasn't on it. Oh, that's right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. So was it only because it's the Academy Awards is for only film? Oh, he's done film. I, I imagine that he has to have something. He on did I, that one movie, I, I Half Baked, where he talks about sucking dick for crack. Um. <laughs> okay, well, there we go. <laughs> That's You don't know that lot? That's no. infamous. Uh, obviously, in the Emmys, there's probably going to be... Well, in the Emmys, I imagine there's going to be a whole thing on Betty White. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. For it has sure. to be. It has to be. I mean, for they might sure. as well just call it the Betty White Emmys. I, I agree. I mean, <laughs> just just, call, just do it. Like, yeah. just Listen, we're calling it now. So that when it happens, yes, we were on the money we were again. On, again. Yes. And Nicole Kidman va tener frío también. Va tener frío. Yeah. <laughs> They'll probably get Sandra Bullock to to do the Betty White memoriam because of the proposal. They seem to have a friendship. Her or Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Well, they can't get any of the Golden Girls or a Mary Tyler Moore show. Right. I have the girls from Hot in Cleveland. Yeah, but mm. I I'm just saying, in th theoretically, if we're gonna go that route, yeah. Anyway, yeah. what do you have for me? So I actually have something <laughs> that I never thought I'd be talking about. So I actually have a little bit of, I don't want to use the word praise because I just don't want to. Um, but this week, um, former John Hughes villain turned Florida governor, Ron DeSantis, actually did something that I am on his side about. Wow, this better be amazing because, you know. Well, he's signing into... Oh, God, now I have the, the thing in front of me and now I forgot the, sen the sentence where it had it. But basically, um, they're signing into the, the Florida curriculum that starting in 2023, their high school students have to take a semester of financial literacy mm -hmm. before graduating from high school. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I just think that that's a good thing because I, I, nowadays you hear about all these people. It's like, oh, I didn't know. Oh, You're, I didn't this know. This segment is all you. Go, babe. Oh, I didn't know. And I think I think we need to at least expose kids to financial literacy because as you and I both know, and you worked in the, the housing crisis situation, there are people out there who don't know their ass from their elbow when it comes to finances. A lot of people. And I'm not saying that having a class on it is going to remedy that. But I think that if you expose kids the same way that in theory, if you expose them to history and English and math and science, something should stick. At least this is an actual life skill 
that they're trying to teach as opposed to, I don't know, a non-life skill. I can't think of any right now in high school, but you know. Do you know what I learned to do in middle school that I had no idea how to do? And it's funny, well, I mean, I'm, I'm a good cook, but, well, no. I mean, I didn't make this growing up because I'm Cuban, but was a, uh, a grilled cheese. That was the first thing we learned in home ec in seventh yeah, grade. And grilled cheese. Mm-hmm. Had, they never made grilled cheese for me at home. Oh, they did for me. Well, that's because your parents were raised here. Yeah. <laughs> no. Pan con queso and grilled cheese are not the same thing. No, I want both. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, it's not the same thing. <laughs> I mean, look, financial literacy is very important, and I'm glad that they're putting it in schools. I'm not going to praise that person. Well, um, but I mean, look, we, we, you yourself like to say that, you know, we're, we are, uh, what is it? Not, I can't think of, the, I can't think of any words today. I think I, I think I'm so no, when somebody that, that we don't agree with does something good we we, we acknowledge, we acknowledge we, okay we acknowledge the good we okay. not the person but, okay. The, but he, okay yes that is a good thing to do that right. is a good thing now to do. with that it's said just, it's, it's just the very, same, it's the same week that you know a whole he, bunch of other shit is happening right so it's like very hard for me to put that on the balance right you know um on the scale right right although it's he like, he also got dealt two blows this week they filed. Uh, there's already been oh, a, yes, uh, a, a lawsuit, a lawsuit filed, filed uh, for the "Don't Say Gay" yes. and the vote. The the federal federal judge uh, with regard to the voting the, the voting restrictions that have been implemented. Oh, you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, wow, that's great. That's great. That's awesome. Fine. Did you? Do you think you? Because let me tell you something. I passed economics by the skin of my teeth in high school. Mm-hmm. Do, do I think I learned something about it from it? Because I didn't. I'd rather learn about financial literacy than economics. Well, I mean, you asked the wrong person. (laughs) Government economics was my jam. Government is one thing. I'm not talking about... I'm talking about the the economics side of things. Uh, I knew what the difference between macro and microeconomics was in 12th grade. You did? I did. I freaking loved economics. I did a whole presentation on the supply and demand curve at 16 years old. You did? Did we just meet... We had that class together. Did you did that? No, you didn't do that in that class. We didn't have that class. We did have that class. We did together. have that class together. Yes, we had to do, do a whole thing on the supply and demand yes, curve. You, me, and our other friend had that class yes. together, and she had that that microscopically wonderful cheat sheet for the final. Yes, but she was in second period. We were in fifth. Oh, that's right. That's right. She was in second. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, we. <laughs> <laughs> that was AP. Uh, AP economics and go- government economics. Actually, you know what? Let me ask you something. I think this is something our listeners would enjoy. I'm listening. If you were to go back to high school. Okay. Would you take AP again? Or honors or things like that? I would just... I would. I would because I think the classes are probably a little smaller. So there was that. I I actually enjoyed the fact that we kind of saw the same people over and over again. So you know, you 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 were able to, you know, have friendships and things like that. Speak for yourself. Well, you and I had all the same classes together, most of senior them. Senior year, yeah, senior year, <laughs> I had English, government economics, and five periods of yearbook. So <laughs> you true. know, that's true. Yeah, I was the editor in chief of the yearbook. No, but I think I think I would. I just because I like to think of myself, whether I am or am not, is a different story. But I like to think of myself as intelligent and smart. Um, and I think that I would, I I just would function better in a class like that than in a class that would have a mix of people who are always trying to. N- like be the class clown and all that. I just don't think I, I function in that class. 
Interesting. Interesting. You wouldn't do it. Um, probably not. Because I I think that from the perspective of somebody who well somebody who already went to college and grad school and mm-hmm. all that, but I mean it doesn't have to be my same trajectory. Anybody that just is on the other side of high school. Um I, I agree with everything that you said about it being a smaller classroom. And I think a lot of times, um, you know, in in high school especially, sometimes depending on, you know, I, I've always said this, even as somebody who went to college and law school and all that, the best teachers in my life that I had are still a select few of my high school teachers, yeah, yeah. right? Those are the people that... Kind for of mold me, you, yeah. shaped me and mold me, and 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 you too. So yeah. we had very positive experiences, but we also had teachers that didn't oh my care. God, there were, you know, yeah. Um, and I and I get it. They were at the end. They were like <laughs> done. They were on their way <laughs> they had out. Three years left. You know? like, yeah. They're like, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> so I get it. Other. And you know, and and for, as a fourteen or fifteen year old person in algebra two, let's say, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that my teacher is not teaching. Right. But in retrospect, it's like, oh, wait. Shit. Like, you're not teaching yeah. anything, right? And you should have. So I understand that argument. And that's likely more to happen in, let's say, a regular class than in honors or AP class. <laughs> yeah, because in the honors and AP classes, even the kids who are, quote unquote, jerks want to learn. Right. So uh, there I do agree with you. The reason I say that if I went back is, and I mean, this is true about you as well, is high school for me when we're talking solely about academics here, high school for me was a lot of work, you know, just like you too. I had all honors and all AP. And I think about it now and I'm like, should I really have put myself through that stress? Right. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, you're still going to go to college. And I think you're calling, you know, because what's the reason people take AP? Oh, because they could get college credit. Right. Right. But I, but I'm like, okay, so you go into college with 20 credits Okay, so now you're going to graduate faster and you're going to go through that whole experience faster. Like, is it really worth it? Right. You know, because I always, you know, when I hear people say that they're so in a hurry to graduate high school Mm -hmm. and get through college, I'm like, really? So you're going to have a bachelor's degree at 20? Well, what about the people who who did the last two years of high school, like at Miami Dade? Or you're going to have a bachelor's degree at 19? Like, I, I think there's certain things that come with maturity. Yeah, you no, know, you're they right. come with age. You're right. And when you're in your late teens, early 20s, a year or two is a whole world of difference. Yes. You know, you're not the same at 22 that you are at 20. You're not the same at 18 right. that you are at 20. Um, you know, you're the same at 33 than you are at 35. You're the same at 40 that you are at 42. But at, in those formal years, it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And and I think that speeding up the process, I've never really understood as an adult the reason to speed up the process so much. Well, but that's but that's a typical kid thing, right? Wanting to grow up. Oh, I don't want to be a kid. I no, want to I be a grown it, up. But, so. but that's why I say that in retrospect. Right. I don't know if I went back to high school. I don't know if I would because I remember. Taking, I think you would. I, I probably would because, because you like to be challenged. I do like the educational challenge. Right. That's why I said that. Like I do like that. But then I think about like all the work that we did. You know, which was right. a lot of work. Yeah. Right. And and I'm like. You know, is it worth it? I mean, you could make that argument, but I also would say that, again, you and myself, we like to be challenged. And we also didn't miss out. Like, I know we, it was a lot of work, and I know, you know, we put a lot of effort into it, but we didn't miss out on the high school experience either as, I, as a result of I that. Mean, so, what, what, what I'm like, the bigger conversation and the bigger topic is here is like, you know, in high school, especially when you get to high school, you have so many parents that are like, 
you have to be in sports and you have to be the best athlete and you have to have the best right. grades and you have to be in this and you have to be in that. And that all sounds great, right? Mm -hmm. And in theory it is. And oh, that's going to help you in college and all that. Right. I get it. I mean, I went through that. Right. I, I am the product of that. But I sometimes wonder, is it worth it? Because, you, you know, when, when you graduate high school, even in college, college is fun and right. all that stuff. But there is a certain amount of level of stress in college that you don't have in high school. Well, especially because you're on your own. You're, you're an adult. You, but even if you live at home with no, your no, parents. No, 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 no. Sorry. I meant on your own in terms of like the professors aren't. They'll give you a syllabus and right. that's it. Right. You are on your own. And, and now like... The grades have a financial repercussion because if you fail a class, you gotta pay. You them. have to take it again and pay. So there's a financial aspect to yeah. it, right? So that's something that, like, I think sometimes that you know the stress is probably worse now. Yeah, think about how much more competitive it is to get into yeah. college. You know, because like for example, I'm going right now. I'm going through that right mm -hmm. now with Tristan because he may or may not be in the in the in the gifted program, mm -hmm. and I'm thinking like. Do I really want him to be in the gifted program? Like, is is he going to be in that program just because he's going to be in the program? And oh, my kid isn't gifted. Well, right? what, well, what is what is he going to get? I was in the gifted program. Well, but that's so, what I mean, I'm saying. Is he going? Is he going? What are they to be, offering? Is my is, question. Is he going to be challenged? And is he going to be presented with opportunities that he wouldn't have if he wasn't in that program? Mm -hmm. Right? Um, is he going to have you know classes and and different things experiences that, yeah. like, like you know robotics for example is right, very right. big in his school because his school is a stem school is is he going to be able to channel that and and go that route even you know because he's in that program right. versus if he wasn't or is he just going to get more work right i mean i know that when i was because if it's a situation yeah. that he's just going to get more work which a lot of times in these programs it is they just give you more work right what is he going to get out of that other than the stress of having more work. And and I I think that the older you get and and every generation says this, but there is a certain truth to it, to it that the generation before you especially the, the generation before there was less stress than the current generation. Oh, for sure. You know, our parents used to say that about our generation that we had stresses that they didn't have. We say that now about kids. Right. Like they have stresses that we didn't have. Right. And there is a certain truth to of that, course right? Um and I and I think like is it really worth it to like put so much on a kid's plate? It's a balance between that and and challenging them because you do want to challenge them. Right. And you do want to get the best out of them but mm -hmm. but it's 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 a challenge it's it's yeah. a balance act i don't know what elementary <clears throat> excuse me i don't know what elementary school gifted programs are like now but when i was in elementary um twice a week i would go instead of going to royal palma i'll go to tropical yes we know this because they had until that. darwin <laughs> oh did i yes you did i don't even remember that yeah but it was cool because those classes that they that we had over there it was like marine biology and you know and and reading this you know book and then make a play out of it and write your own little newspaper so it was so, like if it's something like that i think that there's something to that that prevents a kid who is a certain level of intelligence from getting bored you know and also exposing them to things that look your average teacher who's got 40 50 kids in a classroom doesn't have the time to sit there and be like let's learn about this when they've got a curriculum breathing down their neck 
I mean, I, I look, I guess it, it's different, but I, I just, I think about that all the time because like in school, I was like so involved and so many things, like, especially like in 11th, 12th grade, I want to get home from school until like six, seven o'clock. And I'm thinking like, but why? Well, because of the yearbook. <laughs> well, yeah. No, 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 no. And people. So listeners, I was the editor in chief of the yearbook, but no for nada. My yearbook kicked ass my you've said this many times on, on the show. show yes you no, have. I have you have my yearbook was like the best yearbook at southwest no, see, my, tan bueno que he left it bankrupt but it was worth he it. bankrupted the yearbook we had like 900 pages <laughs> it was good though hey i'm not complaining i put my heart and soul on that thing you know until this day the yearbook of our senior year yearbook the one that I was the editor-in-chief of is still one of the things i'm like the proudest of till this day <laughs> No, it is because like I felt like I understood the I understood the assignment. Yes, before that was a thing. Yeah. I understood the assignment. I understood that like from from a very young age that the yearbook is just more than like getting it at the end of the year and being like, oh my god, I'm in that picture, and oh my god, I'm in that picture. I understood that that eventually will be your biggest link to your high school memories. It's your memory, yeah. Right? Is that book? So I really took it. Well, you remember yes. very seriously, like. Very seriously, and and that's why it was as good as it was. Yes, this is our, this is our 25th anniversary, right? We don't talk about numbers, <laughs> I'm okay with it. We have anniversaries. Well, yes, 25th anniversary. Yes, <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno and this. Numbers. And there are people who don't make it to the 10th. <laughs> if you didn't make it to the 10th, pobrecito, that's what I'm saying. Listen, we know people who didn't make it. Yeah, we know people who didn't graduate high school. Well, Although, graduating, okay, so. High school dropout thing was an 80s thing, right? Well, that's back when you had to graduate high school in order to get a job. Right, because I remember... In, like a high school, I, high school I, diploma carried weight. I remember when we were kids. I'll never forget the the commercial of Johnny. That Johnny dropped yes, out of high school. And he, and he bought a car. And now the car doesn't work. And now there's Johnny. Johnny. You remember? Yes. And then Johnny was by the car, the broken car. Oh my god, I haven't thought about that and I don't even yeah. know how long. Johnny, the that fact, commercial also I, looked like a Bugle Boys jean commercial. I pulled that log lo- that tagline out of my ass right now. I don't yeah. know how. And without a high school diploma, <laughs> neither does Johnny. The car doesn't work and neither does Johnny. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. I feel that dropping out of high school was such a thing in the 80s and early 90s. By the time we graduated high school, it's like everybody graduated high school. Because like, I think nowadays, again, it's a foregone conclusion. It's like if you want to be able to compete in the workforce. I mean, look, unquote, I, I, I know you, there's you, still. You, you need at minimum a high school diploma. There's still marginalized communities at you know, yes, high school. Uh, well, we're speaking from our experience, rates, of course. You know, are, are low and, and, and that's still definitely a problem. But I feel that at one point it was like an even bigger like mainstream problem. Yeah. That people just were dropping out left and right of high school. Yeah. I feel like our class, everybody that I knew graduated anyway. Yeah. But then again, we were AP and honor students. So well, I, can't, no, no. I can't imagine somebody who's an AP and no, honors no, like, no. like that last month just being like, I'm dropping out. Yeah. Like, no, but like, I mean, we saw everybody we were in school with. Like, I can't recall few. many people, if at all, that's like, oh, did you hear Kofulana dropped out of high school? I'm thinking back and I don't I because don't. I even can think of you know there's there are several people in our in our high school experience that were pregnant but I remember them being there but they come they came back yeah yeah yeah, yeah. They, you know had their baby and came back they had their baby and came back yeah. yeah as one does as one does so man good thing this is not our last show I know <laughs> thank you for listening we're talking about high school pregnancy <laughs> high school pregnancy well that's not something we could be experts on no 
No. no. I thought you were going to go and say something about High School Musical. And I'm like, well, oh, that I could be an expert on. Oh, you lost me there. <laughs> I do know that one song. Which one? What time is it? Summertime. Oh, it's from high school too. We're too. on vacation. Yep. And this guy's shirt that says, what is it? I major in vacation? Or? I majored in vacation, I think, yeah. Well, I don't know why I know this. I think it's because they just were running that promo left, right, and center. Right. So that was just inescapable. And that was during the time that we were too old for Disney Channel, but still watching Disney Channel. Says who? Demographically speaking. Okay, demographically speaking. What is on the Disney Channel now? Raven's I, Home. iCarly? No, that's Nickelodeon. And that's the the reboot the, the sequel of that is on Paramount Plus. Um I can only say Raven's Home because that's the only thing I would watch. <laughs> and Raven's been Raven Simone has been doing uh media this week for Raven's Home. So Oh, so it's back? Yes. Okay, okay, it's back. Okay. I don't know what else is on. The Jonas Brothers don't have some well, show? On? They did way back when. Right. <laughs> Not now that they're like, you know, in their 30s. <laughs> they're as old as Baby thought she'd be in Spice World. <laughs> 30. Um, wow. Why don't we know what's on? I feel I feel that you should know. You're the one with the kid. Right. No, no, no. But you should know. These are the things that you should know. I knew up until like about two years ago. Wait, when they one, had like Gravity Falls, there was like, a lot of cartoons. Gravity Victoria Falls. Justice? No, Victoria. Victorious, which Victorious. starred Victoria Justice. Wait, wasn't Victoria? No, that's Victoria Principal from Dallas. Wow. Okay, wait. Now I want somebody to somehow redo all the clips from Victorious, but with Victoria Principal's face so that it's her and like Ariana Grande singing. Victoria Principal is so beautiful. <laughs> okay, but Victoria Principal, in, even in Dynasty, yeah, I don't know how to head. Yeah, she was a full right. blooded woman. To put her head on all the Victoria Justice clips from Victorious. <laughs> okay. Where she's in high school. Wait, which was the one Ariana Grande did? The redhead? The, Victorious. The, no, she did Cat and Jane Odo. Sam and Cat. Cat and Sam and Cat. Sam and Cat was a spinoff of Victorious and iCarly because they were both the best friend characters. Okay, there we go. Yes. I mean. I now understand why you expected me to know. Right. Yeah. yeah. There we go. I remember Ariana Grande with the red hair. Yeah. And I remember she played like an airhead sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Total dance. And what I was totally into was uh, it's a Demi Lovato show. Uh, Sunny with a Chance? Yes, because I loved Mackenzie Falls. That I told you when Demi Lovato left that show, Mackenzie Falls should have, should have been, been the spin-off. a spinoff. Instead, they, they made it about the... Sh- they, they basically did the sketch show that she was on. Right. Yeah. Right. What was the, the, the name of the character? Uh, <laughs> the, was, uh, the guy? Yes. Oh, my God. It was, something it was like Chad Michael... It was like a Chad Michael Murray type yes, situation. One of those things. Yeah. Maybe like people had three names in the 90s. Yeah, they did. And early 2000s. Yeah, the they, Well, the in late, late 90s, early 2000s, because, you know, you had Jonathan Taylor Thomas was, was the starter of GTT. all that. Right, you know, and then you had Chad Michael Murray, and I don't know. <laughs> you ran out of them? I ran out of two? them. But I know there was more. I feel Brian like Austin Green. Brian Austin Green. <laughs> Damn it, I know there was more of them. Why can't I think of... <laughs> Every time I put myself on the spot, I get... Jennifer Love Hewitt? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Jason Lee was before that, but... Yeah, it's like all these three names. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I'm sure... I'm glad we didn't get canceled. Well, you know the great thing about our, our show? We can't get canceled. Oh, no. I mean, well, not by a network. I mean, I guess we could say something stupid and get canceled, but not... <laughs> That is true. Not by a network. That is true. You know, really, what this week, um, 
was very sad to hear was about uh, uh, oh, Bruce Willis. Yeah, it was upset. Like between Bruce Willis and the kid from The Wanted. Yeah. Like man. Uh, what is it? A fa- aphasia? I, 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 that Bruce Willis has. Is it aphasia or alopecia? No, it's not alopecia. No, I know it's not alopecia. I know we already had that happen earlier this this week. Uh, but basically, he's retired from acting um, because of uh, he has this disorder, Ath- aphasia, right? And um, it, it it has uh, an effect on his cognitive abilities. Um, you know, when when this the news of that it, came out, this is week, that is that like a precursor or or some type of symptom with that that is tied to dementia? I don't know because the way they made it sound, it seems as if though basically, in a nutshell, he loses his ability to communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't say anything about but dementia. But then I heard, I heard somebody today say on the Today Show, uh, ironically enough, I heard somebody saying that there is treatment for it and it can be reversed to some extent, which usually is not the case with like dementia-like yeah, mental, conditions. Mental situations. Um, but regardless, uh, it, it, that was that was a hard one to yeah. to, to hear. And it, when I when I heard that this week, I started thinking I can't think of what was his last public appearance. Well, you know, he wasn't at the 28th anniversary of Pulp Fiction on the Oscars, and now we know why. Oh. <laughs> Which is a stupid thing to celebrate. Who celebrates 28? Well, they probably had them all together. It's funny, because when, <laughs> when John Travolta came out with in Pulp Fiction and the whole Pulp Fiction mm-hmm. thing, I'm thinking, like, well, he embraced the, the baldness. Bald. Yeah. Listen, at some point, you have to. I guess. Uh, I mean... What are your options? Either keep denying it and wear a wig well, or just embrace it? Well, I mean, John Travolta has a lot of money, so he has a lot of options. Yeah, but you know. I mean, he could, I don't know, get hair transplants, get good wigs, get good hair pieces. John, John Travolta has, uh, John Travolta has options. If someone we know could get a hair transplant, you know, like John then, Travolta, then John Travolta It happens can. to me every time. But I've heard that it happens to a lot of people. Whenever I hear him... When I hear him, whenever I see him dancing, I I immediately think like, oh, he dances good, and then I'm like, oh, Hello. I'm like, but but you know what I mean? Like, I don't think of John Travolta as a dancer, but he is, right? Well, I do because Saturday Night Fever is one of my favorite movies, so I always, of course, it is. It's one. It's a great movie. Of course, it is. Have you ever seen it? I don't uh, need to. Uh, uh, okay, so I'm gonna have comments. Which is one of the paint? Uh, the paint can. That one's Saturday Night Fever. That he's walking down the street in a yes, paint can? Saturday Night... You know, he's not walking in a paint can. With, with a paint can? <laughs> yes. Wait, Saturday Night Fever is the one with the Bee Gees. Yes. Okay, I like some of those Bee Gees songs. Some. But it's not no. It's not about that. People look at it and think of it as just like a disco movie. It's a coming-of-age movie that happens to happen, that happens to take place, you know, in a disco-era type situation. But it is a great movie. I imagine that your coming-of-age biopic would be at a disco. At minimum. Yes, yes, I I think it would be, right? Lots um, of platforms. Ah, uh, yes. It, as even as a movie buff that I like to watch movies, that's never been. A, I mean, obviously, I know the famous scenes of that movie, and I'm sure I've watched most of it on TV. But no, not, not you know my what? Thing. I'm gonna reinstate movie night, and I'm gonna bring Saturday Night Fever. Oh, really? And you know what? You're giving me that face, and as I always say, I guarantee that afterwards you're gonna be like. Wow, that was a really good movie. Like, it's not what I thought it was going to be. That's how I felt when I saw Hair. 
the movie. Yes, I, I, yes, I assumed as much. Yes, but I saw hair. <laughs> just hair in general. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I saw hair. I don't know, maybe like ten years ago. I was like in my thirties. Right. Um, that I saw hair, and I was kind of like, this movie's bad, but like it's actually good. And at the yes. end, I kind of got choked up. Yes. Yeah. You know what's funny about hair in particular? I like those. I like that uh, Age of Aquarius. I freaking love that it's song. A great song. And the other one is Let the Sunshine. Sunshine. I like that song too. Like, what is wrong with me? Like nothing, because these are great songs. Right, but that's not very you know. In line great with is great. Me, you know, great is great. Right, doesn't matter. Right. But yeah, that movie was like good. Like, and that at the end good. when they're like they see his tombstone, mm-hmm. I was like. Oh, he died because yes. I didn't know anything. Actually, you know what? Where I knew hair from, head of the class. Head of the class, yeah, yeah. The episode. That's where I knew the songs from. Yeah, that Alex plays the the, yeah. the soldier. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, did you see that? Did you guys see that reboot? Head of the I class? didn't. It, was, it, it, it wasn't good. It, it totally passed me by. Yeah, and and I felt that it was, yeah, it wasn't great. So, anyway, do you have anything else for me? I don't have anything else. It was a short week. I think. I think this week, every day, I got sucked out of it by Will, Jada, and Chris. Well, he, they're still talking about it. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think the air just got sucked out of the room by you know the Oscars, and left Paul Nicole, you know, cold, cold, cold and, and shivering. shivering. <laughs> La friolenta. Uh, is that what we're gonna call her now? You know, if somebody in Hollywood would be friolenta, is her right? Yeah. Like, I could see her constantly... Kathy Bates is not friolenta. No, no. Kathy Bates, al contrario. Meryl Streep is not friolenta. Carol, Meryl Streep kind of goes with the flow. Yeah. I could see her being just like, you know, oh, just give me a sweater. We'll be yeah. fine. Like, no, a, you know, a caft, an, an, an afghan. Yeah. But I could see Nicole Kimmon coming onto set and having problems with a the thermostat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and not even like in a bitchy way, just she's cold. Yeah. You know, like she'd just be like... I'm sorry, what is the temperature here? Like, can we keep it at like a nice 77? Because <laughs> I'm very cold. I'm very cold. <laughs> it's not this cold in my native Australia. No. Yeah, exactly. You know, she lives in that country where things are warm. Yeah. <laughs> to believe that she's really American. Because she was born in, in Hawaii. Hawaii, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, she's the opposite of Mel Gibson. Right. Mel Gibson was born in Australia. But raised in the U.S. In the U.S. Yeah. And she was born mm. in the U.S. but raised, raised in, in Australia. Australia. Yeah. And Kathy Lee Gifford was born in Paris. And raised in the, the U.S. In, I don't know, Chattanooga? <laughs> <laughs> I would believe she's from Chattanooga. Where is Kathy Lee Gifford from? She's Southern, isn't she? S- Southernish. I feel that we should know this. I think she's from one of those Southern states that's in the South, but not really the South. Like Missouri? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like that. <laughs> Hold on, I'm literally looking this up right now. This I love been her, the episode no, of references. Her Wikipedia is great. Kathy Lee Gifford is a French-born American. <laughs> That's how it starts. <laughs> oh, she's the same birthday as Madonna. August 16th. 16th. Uh, where did she grow up? Let's see. She grew up in Maryland. Okay. I could see her having lots of crab. Okay, now that we're on the subject of crabs, I think it's time for our last soda. I was gonna say, where is this going? I don't want to. I don't even want to know what the subject is if we've got on crabs. So you so, want to go? I can go first. So my last soda. Um, so uh, uh, has a little bit of an intro. So 
uh, there's a show on Netflix called Big Mouth. It's an animated show. It's it's a it's a crass show, but it's about a bunch of kids in middle school growing up and they're going through all of the puberty changes and they each get assigned like different depending on on their hormones and emotions. They have different um, monsters that show up. So there's like a hormone monster and a shame wizard and a love bug and you know helps them go through all these things and it's super vulgar. It's hilarious. Check it out. But recently they did a spin-off of the show Big Mouth and it's called Human Resources and it focuses on all the monsters because you know apparently all these monsters they work for like this company that you know that's their job is to be um you know the the hormone monsters and whatever's for for humans so my favorite standout character so far and she's not even one of the main characters but she is the standout character for me is played by Rosie Perez mm-hmm. and her name is Petra the Ambition Gremlin. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it is perfect. It is picture like the gremlin, like the female gremlin from Gremlins 2, but in a power suit with the voice okay. of Rosie Perez. Okay. And I love that her name is everybody calls her Petra, but you know in my mind I always hear Petra. Petra. It's Petra. Petra yeah. the Ambition Gremlin. <laughs> and I just want you to picture Rosie Perez's voice in that that, that Rosie Perez way. <laughs> As an ambitious, take no prisoners gremlin. Wow. Um. So that's my last soda is going to Rosie Perez as Petra the Ambition Gremlin. That is great. <laughs> that is the best thing I've heard today. You should look it up. Gremlin. You should look it up. Ah, mira. Um, know, she wore a crop top and a skirt. No, stop the presses. De quien tu hablas? Esta. Are you talking about Zendaya? Yes. Why do you hate Zendaya? I don't hate Zendaya, but it's like, everybody's like, oh my God, what she wore on the red carpet was the best look of the night. I'm like, okay, she wore a pretty skirt and a crop top. She looks lovely. She looks good. She looks lovely, but I don't know that I'd be like, you know, falling all over myself. And then, you know, she said that she she did her own makeup, which is great. And people are like, you know, one more reason to love her. Why? Because she knows how to find a tutorial. Okay, um, we're not going to hate on Zendaya. I'm not on, hating on, on Zendaya. I've said this many times. <laughs> I'm saying this many times. I don't hate on Zendaya. I have an issue with the fact that, you know, ella puede salir con, you know, vestida en tres mojones, and people will be like, oh my God, look how she's upcycling human waste. <laughs> okay, I'm going to move on to my last yes. soda, and it'll be short and sweet. I'm actually going to give my last soda. It's the second time I give her the last soda, but I'm going to give it to this past week's uh, interview with uh, Gina oh, Torres. Miss Gina. So I'm going to give my last soda to Gina Torres. Um, Have you come to terms with the fact that that happened yet? I I haven't. I told you yesterday when I when I was listening to the interview that you know I can't believe we actually interviewed her. Not only because I'm such a fan. Of hers, and I was a, I am a fan of Suits. But the fact that when you and I started the show, I told you I wanted Gina Torres. Well, no, I didn't say I wanted Gina Torres on the show because I was like Gina Torres will never come on this show. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I mean, the ambition wasn't even that high, right? right. No, no, the, um, it, there wasn't even ambition. There was I no was Petra, like, right? I was like, she's not coming on this show, right? right? Um. I mean, Gina Torres, like especially somebody who's like in an up end of her career, like she's like yeah, she, you know, she's she's having the moment, right? Yeah, she's well, she's been having a moment for a time, but she's like, you know, she's not a D lister, she's like an A lister, right? right, right, right? right, right. Like, uh, I'm like, she's not gonna be on our like. One thing is a dream, another thing is delusion, right? <laughs> like, 
she's not going to be on our show. And the fact, not only was she was she on our show, but she was so lovely. And you could tell it was so genuine. Yeah. You know, that she really enjoyed speaking to us. And like, when it was happening, I was kind of like, okay, you know, whatever. But then after- Did you like, kind of dissociate while it was happening? Just to to get through the interview, sort of? Well, well, yes, because I didn't want to be also like, fa- you know, fan, right. like a fanny, like fa- fan, fanboying, yeah. fanboy, like, oh my God. And, and I think I, I kept my composure. You did. Because if not, it would have been the Suits interview, right? right? Um, but the fact that she was on it and, and you know, in, in large part, thanks to you. And um, like, I- it was like another moment, you know, to go back to what we were saying at the beginning of the show where we were pulling the April Fool's prank that, you know, this we've been so fortunate that this podcast and this platform has given us opportunities that a few years back we didn't have. Um, and speaking to to her and to some some of the people that we've spoken to, because as I said, you know, we're very fortunate to interview a lot of people, mm-hmm. but we're not necessarily like fans of, like personal fans of them. Right, right, right. You know, we, we think wanna, they're great. We and... think they're great and we want to bring them on the show because they have something to say and it's it's something that we want to extend on right. our platform, but maybe not somebody that like, we I'm grew a huge up fan right, on, right. but Gina Torres is somebody that I watch like almost every day watching Suits because Suits is one of these shows that I always have in the background, right? Yeah, yeah. And here I was talking to Jessica Pearson, you know, like, oh, like, so what's up, Gina? Oh, you want to say hi to my son? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> you know, and it happens. So, you know, my last soda to her. Awesome. Awesome. She's very deserved. She is. She is. So, anyway, with that said, so we will be back next week, people. Yes, yes, y'all. We will be back. Uh, we will be back. Um, thank you, as always. Uh, feliz Día de lo... No, no Día de Inocente. Happy April, April Fool's. Fool's Day. Yeah. Ay, in 15 days, you got to pay your taxes. 18. Oh, they extended they it extended this year? Date, yeah. Okay, well, whatever. I always file an extension. So anyway, everybody... <laughs> I, already, I already paid my... I already... Did it. I got my refund. I spent the refund already. Okay, well, aren't you fortunate? Um, anyway, we hope you listen, laugh, and learn. And as always, remember to grab your pastelito, your croqueta, and your cafecito. And thank you so much for joining us. Have a great weekend, everybody. Cuídense. Bye-bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano. Produced by Ismaeliano. And our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex the official gay guy and don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands plus Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.